Welcome to Connect, Inspire, Create. I am your host, Carol, your accountability biz coach, helping global women in midlife who are starting a lifestyle business. I call it a lifestyle business, one that is geared towards creating a sustainable and pleasant work-life balance, rather than solely focusing on profits and working too many hours. I'm here to help you find simple systems for goal setting, marketing and time management, and I help you track the progress. And now, on to the conversation. Now on to today's topic, which is customer service, the customer experience, and the customer journey. So many of us as small business owners might think of the customer experience as belonging to the larger corporate kind of companies and not pertaining to us as solopreneurs or even entrepreneurs if you have a team. But customer service is absolutely so important. I think as a small business owner, it's really important to look at what systems you can put in place to be able to make the experience that your customers have enjoyable and efficient. So being aware, I think, is the first place to start of just how important it is to have, to give reflection, to think about what is the experience that my clients have when they work with me. And something that it's not easy to say, but remembering that word of mouth is so important for your small business, that referral from somebody who's enjoyed working with you. And doesn't that then tie in to them having had a qualified, good, supported customer experience with you? So some of the things I like to think of is, of course, having this pleasant experience, having the customer journey be one that they remember is it helps you create or present a strong professional image for your business. And I think that's so important because it gives people confidence to want to work with you if they feel you don't have to have it all, you don't need to know it all, but I think presenting a strong professional image definitely conveys a feeling of confidence. Now, if you are thinking that, oh, I'm going to use apps that can respond to people to support me in this journey, just remember that you need to follow through on these apps. So it's wonderful to have your website that you've looked at. It's user-friendly. I remind you to click on all the links. I have to do that from time to time, especially if I change things or change things up as I have done in the past. It's taken me quite a few years to consolidate and get all my social media handles and everywhere that I'm sending people with one link. And it makes it so easy. I just now go Carol Clay Coach. So be that on Instagram, be that on Pinterest, wherever you might be, having an easy to slide off the tongue way to tell people where to find you. But if you have apps on your website, then make sure that you are responding to them. So if you don't have a, if you have a responder, I should say, on your site, but you never check it, then I'd recommend taking that down. So keeping in mind that they say, I believe it's up to three quarters of customers will stay loyal to a brand 
to a small business owner, to a solopreneur, to an entrepreneur because of experiencing friendly customer service. So that's so simple. If you just think of that that feeling of empathy, of a simple connection, of kindness, and I have to say that from a cons- on a consumer side, I am willing to be so much more forgiving of something that might have slipped through the cracks. I mean, everything is not we human beings, so you know, mistakes and things happen. But if I have a response of somebody who listens to me with empathy and kindness and friendliness and willing to be honest and say, hey, there was a mistake. This didn't work the way I expected it to. You are so much more willing to be forgiving and continue your journey of working with that small business. One of the other things that I like to encourage you to do is to Think of the different ways that clients can communicate with you. So you might set yourself up and go, okay, I have my phone number on my site. I have email access. But you do also want to think of opening yourself up to other efficient, creative ways of, first of all, offering information to your customers. I want to cover that first. But then also checking in with your customers or your clients What is their preferred way of communication? Because we can overwhelm if we are coming at somebody from so many different places with a WhatsApp message and an email and a text message. But let's first talk about ways that you can open yourself up to efficient, creative ways of getting your information across to your clients. So one thing to think of is regular blog posts. And that could be on a site that you're hosting your blog posts. That could be on LinkedIn. Perhaps you have started a newsletter or you even are just producing articles on LinkedIn. But you could continue to explain the key aspects of your business and help to establish what you offer as an authority in your field and continue to educate people on what you offer. Because sometimes people might know about you that could even be friends and family and they don't really know what you do. So continuing to remember that explaining that just helps when somebody then needs that service, you are more likely to pop up as, oh, I remember Carol offers that. Do you have an FAQ page on your site? Make sure that you update that regularly, you know, consume the information that you get when you ask people, what kind of questions do you have about the services that I offer? So make that simple. I love having an effort, you know, digging in if I'm looking for a service and and reading the FAQ page. And then perhaps you have some documents related to the products that you offer that could explain a little bit more about what that offer is. So perhaps that's something that you offer as a download that could be your lead magnet. The other one is consistently updating your social media accounts. I do want to come in with a reminder that you do not need to be on every single platform. So do pick the ones where you think that your ideal client hangs out and tie that together with where do you like to create? So there kind of needs to be a little bit of a a tandem, a marriage. There's absolutely no point in, in showing up on a platform that absolutely just doesn't sit well with you. So give that some thought. Yes, obviously you are talking to your clients, and it's their problems that you are offering solutions to, but you do need to enjoy. But remember to consistently check in on your accounts, make sure that they're updated with the correct information, 
And then you want to be interacting. That is what social is. Uh, We want to be interacting, responding to people and and continuing that conversation. And then getting onto the part of checking in with your clients, what is their preferred channel of communication that helps streamline things. So you could offer X amount of alternate channels. You don't have to be all 10 different ways to get hold of me. But decide on you know, at least three or four and then ask and say, well, what is your preferred way of communicating? And then you know, keeping records, keeping records on your clients, keeping notes, and then you could pop that into your note keeping, whatever that might be, Google Docs, Trello, Evernote is my favorite for keeping track of everything. And it's it's a learning process, but I am transitioning over to keeping as much as I can, tagging it in Evernote so that I can find it and knowing that I'm storing it in one place. So one thing to leave you with before I wrap up this episode is deciding on how available you want to be to your customers and still maintain boundaries. So that is still part of the customer service, but you are entitled to maintain your boundaries. So you could set and stick to clear hours, of operation that customers can see on your web presence, in your newsletters, on your social media. Perhaps when you are not available, you could create an away message for email inquiries that come in after hours so customers know, I have something else on my email signature where I only like to check emails once or twice a day. And if they're urgent, I will get back to them. Otherwise, I prefer a window of time to be able to respond so that I'm not permanently distracted by every single email that pops in. You could have a voicemail message that specifies your hours and when you'll be calling back. But one thing I do want to leave you with is don't ever skip a meeting or a consultation with your client without at least giving them some advance notice. So thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends. Leave me a review. And as our podcast says, connect, inspire, create, I encourage you to step into exploring new ways of connecting, inspiring, and creating this week. You'll find all our episodes on Connect, Inspire, Create, and I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. You'll find all the details in the show notes. And until the next episode, bye-bye.